Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley here. Welcome aboard another episode of the MBA podcast. Ash, this is episode 138. I'm excited. How you doing? Yeah, me too, James. I'm doing really well. Um, and it, yeah, in the prep, we're talking about this topic uh, that we're about to dive into. It's a really interesting one mm-hmm. that can be different for different people, listeners. So yeah, let's jump into it. It is very different for everyone. Uh, listeners, this is about how to know when you've made it and, and made it's in quotes, you know, because what does that even mean to have made it? And in this episode, we want to sort of deconstruct what this even means, like how to know when you've made it. There's actually various levels of achieving success and having made it, so to speak. And we won't even challenge this whole notion uh, that people think or should even aspire to have made it. So uh, I've got lots of thoughts on this, Ash, but I'll let you kick it off. Where do you want to start? Well, perhaps I'll start with relating a, a, a quick story from uh, my own life, James, um, that w- that'll frame this. Um, hopefully, uh, probably back back in my late thirties. I'm um, in my late fifties, listeners. I know I, I don't look anywhere near that old, but yeah. I'm actually in my late fifties. <laughs> he says, Stop. joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I had it in my mind, right, for various reasons, social, families, um, you know just the environment that making it, oh, when I built a business and uh, I can sell it for a junk of money, right? That's it. I've made it that, that, and, you know, paid off my mortgage and all that sort of stuff. That was my version of made it, right? And I pursued that vigorously for three or four years and got to a point where I did sell my business when I was 42, 43, uh, did all of those things, paid everything off. Um, and I had a couple of million dollars in the bank and, and thought, well, I've made it. And there was some euphoria around that initially. However, I was 40, just turned 43. And what transpired of course, was I was totally, totally missed the point of the journey of making it, you know, I didn't have what I was going to do next. I didn't have a longer mindset around continuing to, you know, to push myself forward in another direction or this direction. All I knew was I'm working hard. I'll pay everything off. I'll have some money in the bank. Then I'll take a breather and I'll figure it out. Um, And I guess ultimately I did, but gee, I I wouldn't recommend that um, because it's not the right way to go. So, Going back to your point about the definition of made it, I, I even challenged the statement a little bit. Um, you know, what what is made it? And should you ever have a mindset of made it, mm. right? I mean, I, I, I would argue that that probably only applies when you're notionally reaching the point of your life and business journey where you're ready to retire, yeah. essentially. Mm. Now, we, that could be it. 
50, 60, 70, whatever your age, but essentially you're bowing out and you want your business to be your superannuation, whether you keep it or sell it. Yeah, and that would be perhaps the definition of made it in a business sense. But I would also add a you know a cautionary note that you don't want to be amongst the plethora of nine to fivers who flog themselves for forty years so they can retire at sixty five and I've made it now I'm going to enjoy life, uh. and then don't have a plan and you know um, end up sort of degrading and and um, deteriorating because you know they've got all this time to enjoy life and life has already passed them by um, in many ways. So that's the cautionary tale for me about a mindset of what does it mean to have made it, James? Yeah. I mean, it's a funny question. It's even a funny concept. I feel like I've made it. And I think I wanted to pose this as a topic for everybody because I think a lot of people might think they've made it when they're probably only one or two steps up the ladder. Um, That's another aspect we can... Talk about, like, if you've come from a, a job, let's say you've been working in a bank, you've had a bit of a career there, and you go out on your own, you start a broking business, you become a mortgage broker, and it's just you, you start writing some good volume, and pretty quickly, we know what this industry is like if you're good, you can very quickly be making good money. In fact, maybe you could have doubled your earnings that you might have been working in a bank for, and you could go, I've made it. You know, let's say I used to be making, let's call it $80,000 in a bank and you become a broker, you do, you're making 150 grand a year. I've made it, I'm, I'm, I'm crushing it. And I guess what we want our listeners to think about is that's the first level of having made it, achieve some degree of success, but it's not where you want to stop. Like you don't want to, you think I've made it, I'm just going to keep doing this. I'm earning good money. I guess what we want to try and do, Ash, in a long-winded answer is elevate our listeners' thoughts about what's possible so that they don't fall into the trap of going, I'm writing three, four, five, six million bucks a month or more, you know, and I've made it. Forgetting the fact that they could be working 60 hours a week and have a lot of stress and can't really take holidays because everything relies on them. If they stop, it all stops. Um, a bit like we talked about in our previous episode with Sandy, the case study, um, we want to sort of expand that thinking about what's possible and what it means to have actually made it. Level one is you've secured consistent income. And that's where most people think the top is, but that's just the bottom rung. Like the next rung of having made it is you're not just earning good money, but you're starting to earn good money with or without you. You're able to earn that money doing what you love or even nothing at all. And that's where it gets really exciting. Yeah, I've got a bit of a definition I, I, I want to throw in on that in a moment, James, but you just you you really got me thinking there with what you're saying. And I know when I was 18, you know, my definition of made it was I got my first paycheck. I've made it as an adult, right? I, I'm actually yeah. got a job and I worked in the bank. That was my first job at the, at the NAB. Um, at 18, got my first paycheck, which guess what, uh, listeners, was a little envelope with $140 in $20 bills in it, right? So, you know, and I went and sat in the toilet and, and you know, just held that cash in my hand. It was a king's ransom, more than money than I'd ever held in my hands before, right? Now, that's what I thought I'd, I'd made it. But 
the definition of making it just keeps on changing over time. We have these stages, different stages in life, and definitely making it as a as a younger person, you know, perhaps say under thirty five, is is different to what making it between thirty five and fifty might sound like. And then from 50 to 65, making it is different. Because when you're young, you know, you you may not have started a family. You're just out, you're ambitious, you're working hard, you you know, you want to make money, you wanna you wanna live a, a really good life at that stage, then perhaps family, kids, and a mortgage comes along, private school fees, other things like that. So making it would be paying my bills, putting my kids through school, right? Perhaps, just as an example. Later on, it shifts and morphs again to making it now is you know, the ultimate freedom, which I've liberated all of my time through financial security. So I've created ultimate time freedom through financial security, which I've done through my business. And now what I do with that freedom of time is up to me. You know, kids may have left home, mm-hmm. you know, you may or not, may not be selling or, or staying deeply involved in your business, but you've created time freedom. So you can see it really changes over time and that's probably my definition and, and i guess i'm speaking from the uh the vantage point that i am in life which is late 50s which is you know my definition of making it is creating total time freedom through you know a fortress of financial security yeah so it's that next level up like yep. you know you've made it in terms of money and then we look to make it in terms of full freedom so same money, more time, freedom. Uh, there's even, I guess, more to that, isn't there, Ash? Like there's another level up where, okay, what's next? And you said it before, you sold your business, had a pile of money in the bank account, so you've got money and you got freedom, but what's next? You, you know, the having made it becomes now about the impact you're able to have in a greater way on other people. And then you can even go one step further and start talking about things like legacy because, you know, We've got a whole life to fill and do amazing things with. Number one, yes, we've got to sort the money. Number two, we need to have a life and get some time back. But then we don't sit around and twiddle our thumbs with all this time and money. We look for how we can now make it in terms of having a bigger impact on more people and others and actually doing something meaningful. So I don't think you can ever made it. No one, I mean, you've got the, the Bill Gates and the, you know, Jeff Bezos and the Musks and the uh, Warren Buffetts of the world, they they haven't made it in their minds. They're still at it every day. They've got money, they've got freedom, they're having a big impact, but they're working towards big life, humanity-changing legacy problems. So in, in some respects, it never ends. And that's kind of the cool thing that we're talking about, isn't it? That you don't sit back and go, I've made it. Nope, you've just made a start. Um, that's the aha moment I hope our listeners are having is that 99.9% of people haven't really even made the money one. Not many have made the freedom one. So it's a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, it, that makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up, right? It really does. I hope it does for our listeners too, James. That And that was the, that was the real big learning for me going back to when I sold my business. What I hadn't done is work on myself, right? I hadn't worked on myself, um, how I viewed the world, what I might do next and and what I attached my meaning and and self-worth to. Like at that point in life, 
my self-worth was attached to working hard, making lots of money and being successful. That was my identity. So guess what happened when I was out of the business? I had money in the bank, but guess what? My identity had dissolved. Right. This is what this is what can happen, and you see it happen all the time. I didn't know what to do next, and I, my identity was working hard and being needed and being involved in business. So, you know, very quickly got restless and and quite anxious about well, what am I going to do? You know. So this is a, a bit of a, an existential challenge, and I, and I think, as you said, if this triggers people to think at a broader sense about, well, what's my deeper purpose? Yes, it's having impact, it's changing lives, it's teaching, it's coaching, um, it's obviously caring for my family and community. All of those things you can do a lot more of if you've got complete time freedom through financial security, right? 100%. And, and the way you execute upon that changes during the course of your life. Mm. So for me, if, if, if I guess if I had a mentor back then that might have been able to you know, help me through those um, mental thinking and, and mindset uh, blockages. Uh, who knows what uh, might have happened? I may or may not even be here today. Um, so everything works out, uh, of course. But for me, uh, that would have been a, a great help to have someone in my corner helping me approach that outcome. Like I did all this myself. I didn't have a coach or a mentor or a guide. It was just me doing it, you know, um, you know, out on the playing field, what I would have really loved looking back, and, and this is why I love doing it for other people, James, is having someone in my corner who had experienced what I was going through and could help guide me through the process and also help set up the next stage of life for me. Yep, so important. And, you know, this is, this is a pretty big question at the end of the day. It sounds like a simple topic, how to know when you've made it, uh, but it, it runs pretty deep. So, if you're listening to this and you don't think you've made it yet, that's 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 cool. Like maybe at the start of your journey, maybe you're on the way, maybe you have high expectations of yourself and you don't think you've made it yet. That's probably a good thing. You're working towards something. Uh, if for all the, you know, for all the top guns out there, those that are punching out there and earning some good money and doing really well and building businesses, you know, this message is kind of for you that, we're not trying to cut you down. We're not going to try and say, no, nah, you haven't made it. We're just trying to say, take stock of what level you're at, like, and just know that there's more to it. Um, you know, as we said to sort of recap, Ash, if you've achieved that level of financial income, then that's fantastic. Now it's time to work towards building a real business that gives you the real freedom that does not rely on you whatsoever. And... If you've got to that point yet, which would be probably a very, very small percentage of the industry in itself, then it's time to go, great, I've built an amazing business. I've got amazing um, income streams. I've got the time freedom. What can I now do with that time to have an even bigger impact somewhere that's meaningful to you? So uh, I hope this has landed for different people in different ways and um, it's sort of the thing that they'll need to work through and have someone in their corner, I guess, to help them through it. So is there anything you'd add to the conversation, Ash? Well, it's one of life's uh, maxims or truisms, isn't it, that uh, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And we all hear this and we all just flip it off and go, yeah, look, whatever. 
desk calendar quote. But it's there for a reason and because we all come to this realisation at some point in our life and we're hoping to bring it to your attention sooner rather than later, listeners, that life is about the journey. It's not about the destination. The moment you think it's all about the destination, what do you do when you get there? Mm. Right. So we want, look, we love working with super ambitious, uh, you know, people to release their potential. And, you know, you might want to go big and have a national business that dominates, or you might want to go small and have a micro business that just helps a very small uh, niche uh, in the community. Both are equally valuable and important, but it's about you working out what you love doing the most. And to me, that's where I would like to to leave it, uh, James and listeners, is I think you've you've made it, if I can use those terms, when you're spending most of your time doing what you love the most. I think, yeah, you've nailed it. I was going to jump in with a additional new concept, but final statement to wrap up, and that's, yeah, you're right. You've made it when... You're doing what you love and what's right for you. And we call that uh, when we work with our members as your ideal business vision. So, you know, you've made it when you've reached your ideal business vision. Um, And to extract that and to work on that and to understand what that is, give us a buzz. We'll help you do it. And the good news is that often morphs and changes and we can keep challenging you to keep growing. And it's super exciting uh, to see people make it and then continue to make it even further. So, yeah, glad you brought that up. Great conversation, and and we did we did we, we did touch on where this can go in our previous episode, didn't we? Talking about Sandy, about moving forward into making uh, an amazing impact uh, in the people in your family, your business, your wider community, and the industry in general. Um, so she is doing, spending most of her time doing what she loves the most, while still making a really good living with financial security. I mean, how good is that? Very cool indeed. Listeners, I hope you've liked this. Uh, It's a bit of a challenge episode. It's a bit of a deep dive. It's, uh, you know, challenging you to step up. So, um, yeah, hope you've liked it. There'll be something different and interesting next week. And uh, until then, Ash, have yourself a great week. Listeners, have yourself a great week. Likewise, James. See you next time. See everybody. Bye for now. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events, and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember, life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big, and go big with Broker Ideas Group.